Oh, the things they invented by Bonnie Worth. I'm the cat in the hat, and as everyone knows, I'm a cat who is fond of machines and gizmos. All through human history, since before the year one, things have been invented to help get stuff done. Tools improve daily life, and I think you will find they are fabulous products of the human mind. The inventors of tools from old and new ages will now spring to life in these very pages. If you're ready to meet them, please turn your attention to the super-de-duper invention convention. Johann Gutenberg, who worked with metals like gold, found a way to print books that improved on the old. Before books were copied by hand, this is so. The pace of these scribes was incredibly slow. Or pages were carved out of wooden block, then inked and pressed down onto smooth paper stock. A book took forever to make, and that's why books were for rich folks alone to go by. Gutenberg's metal letters, both capital and small, periods and commas and colons and all, were laid out word by word by the page in a tray, locked in and then copied in ink in this way. Page after page, he laid out each anew, printing 200 Bibles before he was through. His printing machine, you will never guess, was made from a very old, unused wine press. James Watt, 1769, Modern Steam Engine. Perhaps young James Watt watched a tea kettle steam and there got the spark for his steam engine dream. Did you see the effect that boiled water brings? The steam creates power that then can move things. To make matters clear, the things now show how a steam engine works. Turn the page and you'll know. Water heats in a boiler until it makes steam. Then steam leaves the boiler in a powerful stream. It enters a cylinder, causing pistons to go. But when the steam cools, the pistons will slow. Before Watt, steam engines did not work well at all. When the hot steam cooled down, the pistons would stall. Watt took the cooled steam, turned to water by then, and pumped it back to the boiler to heat up again. Factory machines kept chugging this way, and steam locomotives could choo-choo all day. Eli Whitney, 1793, The Cotton Gin To separate fibers from the cotton plant's seeds took many hands picking for long hours indeed. Mr. Whitney's all-new cotton sorting machine turned a slow, dirty job into one quick and clean. The gin used a screen and it worked simply to hold the seeds back while hooks pulled the cotton lint through. A big moving brush cleared the lint to make way for the next round of cotton. Why, that gin ran all day. Louis de, de Gure, 1837, Early Photography. Louis Duguerre. 
The convention's next star standing right next to me, Duguerre, who helped make the first photography. He based it on a clever and ancient gizmo called the Camera Obscura, which we will now show. It's a box with a hole and it makes thing one frown because the image it captures comes out upside down. Another big problem? The image will fade and that's where Duguerre's big improvement was made. Slipped into the camera was a copper plate bathed in iodine crystals. Its power was great. The plate copied an image that no one could see until mercury fumes made it clear as could be. To keep it from smudging, Duguerre was then able to soak it in water pl plus salt from his table. Samuel Morse, 1838, Messages by Wire. Before Morse, the mail traveled only by letter, but mails sent by wire moved much faster and better. Pulses of current could work in effect to cause an electromagnetic to deflect. The magnet moved an arm that beat out a mode of dashes and dots we all call Morse code. Our Congress approved of Morse code and what's more, told Morse to string wires from D.C. to Baltimore. Telegraphs became the latest sensation. Soon, telegraph wires linked up the whole nation. Alexander Graham Bell, 1876, The Telephone Son of a deaf mother, Mr. Bell really cared about improving the lives of the hearing impaired. His phonoautograph used a real human ear to draw sound vibrations. The deaf could read but not hear. The gizmo led him to think maybe he could send off sounds by electricity. His assistant, Tom Watson, receiver to ear, he heard Bell down the hall transmit sound he could hear. Thomas Edison, 1877, the phonograph. Before the tape player or the handy CD, phonographs with needles played records, you see. After improving Bell's telephone, Edison had the intention of making another telephone invention. It would copy down calls so businesses could track who had called up and who to call back. Just like your ear, a receiver caught sound, copied down by a needle on a cylinder round. In addition to messages, it copied music and song. It became all the rage before very long. Gottlieb Daimler, 1886, four-wheeled automotive. A man named Daimler, whom I will now mention, made a gas-fed internal combustion engine. He used this engine to power a bicycle, turning it into the first motorcycle. Next, he took a stagecoach and unhitched the horse team, then fit it with an engine now that was a scheme. The wheels spun around and experts all feel that this was the first four-wheeled automobile. Wilbur, Wilbur and Orville Wright, 1903. When motorized airplanes had all so far failed, the Wright brothers felt that they had the deal nailed. Making wings shaped for flight 
was the Wright's fondest goal to allow for balance and flying control. A movable rudder that fit on the rear was added to help the brothers to steer. On a hill in Kitty Hawk, after many a try, Wilbur one day set out to fly. And 852 feet in the air, Wilbur flew. He made like the birds and made history too. Mary Anderson, 1905, manually operated windshield wipers. Once steer car drivers in the rain and the snow had to lean out the window to see where to go. Mary Anderson drew up and then she made an arm on a spring with a smooth rubber blade. The driver pulled a lever to make the blade go and sweep off the rain and the slush in the snow. Garrett Morgan, 1923. Thing one just told me a thing you should know. Our traffic, our street traffic signals once were just stop and go. At busy intersections, as you might well guess, accidents would happen, making quite a big mess. But Garrett Morgan thought it was a must to give all these drivers some time to adjust. A signal could say, in a moment or so, you're expected to stop or expected to go. He invented a signal that paused, that paused half the way between go and stop, like yellow lights today. Computer Inventors, 1936 to 2010. In 1936, Conrad Sozu invented a machine, the first working computer the world's ever seen. This computer had everything a modern one has, input, memory, process, output, and all of that jazz. Steve Jobs and his team all got, I'll get a big nod for the Apple computer and iPad and iPod, not to mention the iPhone, which as I understand is a computer that fits in the hand. Tim Berners-Lee, 1889 to 1890 creates the world wide web a man who was really n no big deal celeb had a vision for something called the world wide web this web thing would have no bosses or leaders its contributors would be its viewers or readers his own computer which was brand next set up a web of computerized text users added content as they went along the web was soon up and it was going strong Politic, politics, facts, personal blogs, home videos of kittens and dogs. Tim Berners-Lee, now read my lips, put the knowledge of the world at your fingertips. And speaking of tips, I have one for you with a dream and a plan you can make gizmos too. And if stumped for ideas, please don't forget that you can put on a red and white cat thinking hat. The end.